Well, welcome to Faith Builders Church live stream. It is such a blessing to be with you this evening, and I'm going to start a brand new series uh, tonight called A Case for Christ. I think in this day and hour, we need to make a case for Christ. Uh, there has to be a reason that we as Christians are calling ourselves Christians and that we need to take that uh, mindset and those beliefs out into the world and make a case for Christ. But what I've discovered over the years is while many people will go to church and many people will participate in church, they have a difficult time really understanding what it is that they're going to tell people that's going to really you know, help them understand who Christ really is and what Christ has really done. Last Sunday, I did a message and uh, really went into the kingdom of God, and really that's why we're here. We're to build God's kingdom, but I really want to go into uh, practical teaching over the next several weeks and talk with you about what it means to really make a case for Christ, how to witness to people, how to let your light so shine in the world, because if Christianity is all about what we're going to do in this building or what I'm going to be able to do with you uh, you know, in this message tonight, we might miss the whole message. And the whole message really is go into all the world and preach the good news of Jesus Christ. So what I want to do is talk with you tonight and over the next several weeks about what it really means to operate in this incredible walk with Christ. Why do I need Christ? Why does the world need Christ? And that's really what we're going to be honing in on. So let me open with the scripture. And before I get into the scripture, let me just say a couple things. You know, the, the purpose of Christ is to really uh, give us a, a way to overcome the influence of sin or the power that sin has over mankind. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't sin. That doesn't mean we don't fall short of the glory of God. The Bible is very, very clear that all have fallen short of the glory of God. So as I talk with you about making a case for Christ, it really has to begin with that. It really has to under, you really have to understand that it's not going to be exactly how good you're going to be or how bad you're going to be. It's going to be your faith and you doing your best and you know really allowing the grace of God to finish the things that you're still falling short of in every area of your life. What we don't want is we don't want a bunch of Christians out there that, that, that commit a sin or they do something that, you know, they shouldn't have done and, and they don't have just that, that strong willingness to go to God and say, you know, God, forgive me of all my sins. Forgive me of those sins. Because God says if you'll ask for forgiveness, he's faithful to forgive you of all your sins. But what I too often see is people get condemned, you know, and, and they, 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 they lose their way in Christ. What I want to talk to you about tonight is really what that way is. And so that you can walk in that in all the days of your life. So let's start in Romans chapter 5, verse 12, and we're going to read through 19. So a little bit of scripture here, but we'll stop along the way and maybe expound as we go along too. It says, when Adam sinned, sin entered the world. Adam's sin brought death or the dying process or the influence of sin. And it says, so death spread to everybody. 
somebody out there say, I'm an everybody. I, I'm raising my hand. I, listen, I, I'm a sinner, and, and that's why I need Christ in my life. And we're, we're going to talk about that as we go along. It says, for everyone sinned. Yes, people sinned even before the law was given. But it was not counted as sin because there was not yet any law to break. So I'm going to pause there. So Adam was given a law. He said, you know, eat of all the trees of the garden, but don't, don't eat of that one. Right? And so that was, it was a law that God put in place. And, of course, we know what Adam and, and both Eve did. So it says, still everyone died from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even those who did not disobey an explicit commandment of God, like you could with the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not lie, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not whatever, as Adam did. And it says, now Adam is a symbol, a representation of Christ, who was yet to come. Not the Adam who had sinned, not the Adam who had fallen short of the glory of God, not the Adam who broke the law that God gave him, but really before Adam sinned, he is the representation of Christ who is yet to come. It says, but there is a great difference between Adam's sin and the gracious God gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought, brought forth death to many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and His gift of forgiveness to many through this other man, Jesus Christ. You see, I'm making a case for Jesus Christ. It says, and the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of that one man's sin. For Adam's sin led to condemnation, but God's free gift leads to our being made right with God, even though we are guilty of many sins. Many of us in, the, in Christ need to really, really understand that. That even though we have many sins, God's free gift made us right with God. Right with God. It says, For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and His gift of righteousness. Praise the Lord. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It says, For all who receive it, this gift, will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and new life for everybody. Because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. 
but because of one person obeyed God, many will be made righteous. You see, this case of Christ isn't whether you're going to be super good or you're going to be super bad. And listen, don't, don't throw away the gospel of the good news by going out and living like a fool on purpose. But we're all going to continue to fall short of the glory of God. Not only are we falling short of the glory of God in things that we know we've done, but also in things we don't know that we have done. And it's important for us to realize that the real purpose of Christ was not, again, to you know, get rid of people sinning. It wasn't to get them to follow a bunch of rules. It was to say, hey, the rules of the law caused sin. And, you know, going beyond the rules of the laws causing sin, we're, we're, we're just... We're not capable of doing this thing without Christ. We've got to have a, a, a faith. We've got to have a belief that you, that I, that everybody in Christ is absolutely in right standing with God. God doesn't want you to be, you know, up on top of the mountain one day and, you know, down in the, the gully the next day. He, he wants you to live a walk of faith that Christ has made a way for you to walk in so that you don't have to live your life based on what you did, you didn't do, and so on and so forth. doesn't mean you don't make improvements. But listen, it, it, the, the influence of sin in your life with Christ, uh, the only thing that's going to matter is God's witness of you. And you are righteous because of Jesus Christ. You are justified because of Christ. You aren't subject to the law. You are subject to the finished work of Jesus Christ. That's what the whole New Testament is really about. It's, to, it's letting people know that you're never going to make it trying to do this or that or the other. You know, be the best usher, be the best singer in the church, you know, be the best teacher in, in, in faith kids and in all the other classrooms back there. Be the best pastor, you know, do all those kinds of things. But at the end of the day, without Christ, you're, you're really not the best of anything. But with Christ, you are the best because God sees you as the best. And so instead of getting condemned like the scripture's talking about, you can be convicted. You can be convicted of the things that are happening in your life. That God's just saying, hey, I'm not coming down on you. I'm letting you know that if you'll clean this area up in your life, man, you'll, you'll have a fuller life. Man, you'll walk in the favor, the blessing, the increase, everything that, that, that Christ also died for. And we're going to get into some of that too. Because it's not just about the, the fact that he, he overcame the power, the influence of sin and death. It actually goes into living a kingdom life and nothing missing, nothing broken in your life. And you're living a life that's, I mean, rich by the, the glory of God, which is flowing in and through you because of your faith in your right standing, in who you are in Jesus Christ. At the end of the day, the only important thing we need to do is be pleasing to God. Man, alive, I'm going to fall short of, of this person's expectation or that person's expectation. I'm always going to be falling short in those areas of my life. I'll fall short of my own expectations. But you know what? In Christ, God doesn't see that. 
He has great expectations for us. He's opened that gate very, very uh, uh, overwhelmingly, (laughs) I would say. But many of us are just going to have to be willing to go into this kingdom dynamic, go into this, this reason that Christ came. Not just so that you can come to church and clap your hands and worship Him. Those are all wonderful things to do. It's not just to fast and to pray and to read your Bible and to witness to others and all of that kind of thing. It's not about your works. Otherwise, you wouldn't have a need for Christ. It's about the finished work of Jesus Christ. It's about being renewed in Him. It's about understanding not just who you are, but whose you are. You have been bought with a price. And that price is a fantastic price. That price is Jesus Christ. And there's no other way for you or for me or for your neighbor or for anyone on this face of the planet to to live a life for Christ without the understanding that, you know what? God has cleansed me of all my sins. God has forgiven me for all my trespasses. I am in right standing with God. I believe that if the world could hear this message from you, this is a message that people would openly receive. Oh yeah, no, I I know that I do things that aren't right. I, I know that I'm even doing things probably that I don't even know that I'm doing wrong. Oh wow, you know, what if what if you could just believe in Jesus Christ? What if you could just receive the right standing that comes with knowing Christ and so that you doing your best, God's grace can pick up the rest and and God's will could be done through your life. That's the gospel. That's the gospel. It's not about the dates and the the cities and the wherewithals and the thises and thats and the tittles and all the deep revelation and all that, all of that is there. But you know what? If all of that that's there doesn't come back to the simplicity of of really what Christ came for and that He became an ultimate sacrifice because God knew that you'd never be able to live up to the law. God knew that you know that 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 you had a, a sin nature in you, and and he if he's your creator, then he's responsible to make a way for you to 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 be cured of that, to be healed of that once and for all. And I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but I'm telling you, this is a once and for all thing. You don't need to get saved and then saved and then saved and then saved and then saved. No. You don't need to you know, drag yourself through broken glass every time you do something wrong. No, just be convicted of your sin, not condemned by it. Ask God to forgive you of that sin, and He'll be faithful to forgive you. You see, this whole scripture that I read in Romans chapter 5 is talking about the sin nature that came through Adam, but this incredible grace that came through Christ. That the Adam before Adam sinned is really the foreshadow of Jesus Christ. To make a way where there seemed to be no way. To open the windows of heaven over your life. To give you an opportunity to live in a way that would not otherwise be possible without Christ. But I, I know many of you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you're still trying to figure out what that is. 
This is it. This is it. This is it. You are forgiven of all your sins. You are in right standing with God. And as great as the sin was that Adam committed and that we were born into, even greater is this incredible work that Christ has done for you. Wow. Doesn't that just open up your heart, open up your mind to start to think, whoa, wait a second here. Wow, God has really empowered me through the finished work of Jesus Christ to do miracles, to do signs, to do wonders. I can't do those things in and of myself, but through Christ and my right standing with God, I sure can. I can become a vessel of God's glory, and I can begin to share the simplicity of Christ, just as I've read here, with other people. That is, there's no condemnation in that. There's, you know, I hear a lot of people that just say, you know, oh, those Christians, they're hypocrites. You know, they do one thing, and they say one thing, and then they do another. Well, listen, you know, that's a critical spirit. All have fallen short of the glory of God. So let's just focus on Christ and that finished work, and let's walk in this world as if that's the only true thing and not, let's not beat ourselves up and go backwards in our walk with Christ every time we, we stumble. Let's not point the finger at our brother and say, well, you know, he did this or she did that. Listen, to me, a sin is a sin is a sin. Whether you commit a white lie or you do some heinous crime, it's all sin. And it all can be brought under this incredible gift that Jesus Christ has given to all. Got a couple more scriptures here I want to read for you. Romans uh, 1, 16 through 17 says, For I am not ashamed of this good news about Jesus Christ. That's what I've been talking about this whole time. About this good news of Jesus Christ. It is the power of God at work. And again, this is a faith walk. This is just you saying, nope, the power of God is at work in my life. Nope, I, I am the righteousness of God in Christ, a brand new creation in Him. You know, you can continue to confess these things and believe these things because they're true. It says, saving everyone who believes. The, first, uh, the, fir the Jew first and also the Gentile. This good news tells us how God makes us right in His sight. So the good news tells us how God makes us right in His sight. That's the gospel. That's what you can take out to your family, your friends, your co-workers, your neighbors. It says this accomplished from the start to finish by what? By faith, your faith. Your faith is going to activate this incredible gift in your life and in the lives of others. It says, as the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has, it says a life or has life, but it has the life, the life. And that's the life that I'm talking about tonight. Romans 5, 1 through 2 says, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by our faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has already done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved 
privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing in God's glory. One more scripture and then I'm going to close. Romans 10, 9 through 13. If you, number one, openly declare that Jesus is Lord and number two, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and number three, you will be saved. Saved by the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ and that finished work of Jesus Christ and your right standing with God. Verse 10, for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And some of you need to get to that point still. Some of you are still struggling with that. But listen, I want to deliver the purity of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's not whether you are good or you are bad on this day or the other. Now, now is the time to receive what I'm talking about. And now is the time to walk forward with this mindset and these beliefs all the days of your life. And it says, and it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. So you got to tell people, you got to share this thing. I mean, this is, this is better than gold. It says, as scriptures tell us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Hallelujah. I hope this word touched you tonight in such a supernatural way. I hope it helps you overcome the influence of sin on your mind, your will, your emotions, what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do. I hope you just can receive this because this is the good news, the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ, that you are in right standing with God. Some of you out there may need to get your hearts right with God. But you know what? What I want to challenge you, if you've said this prayer before to get your life right with God, I want you to say it once and for all. And then I just want you to pick up this by faith and start to walk with it all the days of your life. It's the greatest teacher you'll ever, ever experience. And some of you just need to give your life to Jesus Christ. You, you need to give your life to God. You need to know that, you know, hey, I'm in right standing with God because I gave my life to Jesus Christ. So let's say this prayer together. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I make you the Lord of my life. Holy Spirit, come live inside of me. Make me righteous. Help me see myself as if I have right standing with God himself. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. I hope you said that prayer, and if you did, we have excellent tools here to help disciple you if you're a brand new Christian, and we'd love to get those into your hands. Uh, we have teaching materials on our website. I just want to encourage all of you, continue to give. We are going to be putting the parking lot in very soon. And uh, if, 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 if it's in your heart to do, we'd sure appreciate it. If you could uh, maybe step up just a little bit. Uh, some of the prices have gone up since the pandemic, and it'd be a blessing if you could help us a little bit further. Uh, but that'll be happening very, very soon. Thank you for your continued giving. 
And uh, I'll tell you what, we're going to be on fire this Sunday. Pastor Barb's going to have an incredible message just for you. God bless you all.